Hey everyone, this is Gary Kane. I'm joined with an old friend, uh, Alan Braun, and today happens to be his birthday. Happy birthday, Alan. How are you doing? Thank you, buddy. Well, we're doing great. And uh, before we start, let me wish everybody a, a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and basically just happy if you get some time, well-deserved time off. So let's all have a great holiday season, no matter uh, which perspective. Let's just uh, be thankful for what we've got, and we're certainly thankful for all the good work that Rave does. So uh, good to talk to you, Gary. It's great to talk to you, Alan. Um, you and I have known each other now for over 30 years, and uh, your your latest incarnation of your life has been for a while, probably 20 years you've been doing Braun Consulting, right? Is that about right? Yeah, we're in our 20th year and uh, we do, we, we do, it, we're almost what we might call a purple squirrel where, you know, we offer outsource services and go to market. And we do research and we do training program. We don't sell anything other than knowledge. And as you know, my background is in education uh, mm -hmm. and, uh, and you've got a whole series of of educational uh, traits in your background as well. So uh, you and I are both educators and uh, Braun Consulting has basically been uh, an education-based outsourced services-based company for 20 years. Yeah. And, uh, and, and of course, many people know, it's interesting, there's probably a whole set of people there that know your son better than you, which is weird because, because you kind of have been an industry, you're not just an industry pioneer, you're an icon in the industry. Everyone who's been in this industry for more than 10, 15 years knows you. Um, but your son has done a phenomenal job. Jonathan's done a phenomenal job um, being the face of Braun Consulting uh, for a lot of this stuff. But I read an article that you wrote um, that's published in uh, Commercial Integrator. Um, it's all about sort of like the new sales process and sort of the way the way that we have to think about sales differently. And and you know I you know when I ran sales at Extron, it was all based on relationships. Like we had relationships with people. And they would buy from us because we had relationships and they trusted us. But your synopsis and date, and, and you found a bunch of data that backs us up from three or four sources, uh, including McKinsey, Gartner, and HubSpot, among others, and Harvard, Harvard Business, uh, uh, the Harvard Business Review as well, that people are doing, are coming to the table, the customers are coming to the table already knowledgeable about what they want to buy. And that kind of changes the dynamic of what a salesperson does. Can you kind of talk about that for a second? Because oh. I think this is enlightening information. I hate to, uh, I hate to date myself and I'm sorry, Gary, uh, you have more hair and your hair isn't as, as gray <laughs> as mine, but I'm going to date both of us. And yes, we've known each other for over 30 years. And yes, Jonathan Braun used to be my son and now uh, I'm known as his father. So it's kind of a, it's kind of an evolutionary situation. You know, this whole thing is fascinating. You and I've talked uh, offline about this a couple of times, well, in fact, more than a couple of times about, you know, everybody talks about the good old days. Well, in the quote unquote good old days, um, it was, uh, you know, we sold Ooh Shiny. It was, uh, uh, yeah. Infocom was Ooh Shiny and NAB was Ooh Shiny and CES was Ooh Shiny. And every year we would have, uh, and you and I were both involved in the famous Infocom shootout and, mm -hmm. and, and all of these kind of things, you know, and it was all Ooh Shiny and new products and disruptive products and all that sort of thing. And so uh, the, basically the products would sell themselves. I mean, in the early days, even before you were involved with Extron, uh, uh, Andrew Edwards, you know, the founder of the company, he would go in and he would show a, a RGB 101 interface. Uh, and all of a sudden we would have customers that go, oh my goodness, I can see a, a computer screen, a big, huge computer screen via a projector on screen and they would buy the product. And then obviously yeah. relationships have always, uh, you know, uh, blended into it. But here's the conundrum. The conundrum is 
in the in the early days, and basically up until about ten years ago, and I think if you really give it some thought, you'll 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 probably agree with me. Up until about ten years ago, uh, it was uh, we had what I call a reliance factor, and and part of the article I just wrote for Commercial Integrator is is uh, the reliance factor meant that a an, an integrator, whether it's the SCN Top Fifty or it's Mom and Pop and East Buggy Whip Nebraska. Uh, it was the reliance factor. We relied on, uh, you know, the Gary K salesperson or the, whoever the salesperson was to come in. We would, you and I would go to Infocom. We'd carry an extra piece of luggage to take all the literature with us. And then we take it back home to wherever our home base was. We would separate it out for all of our salespeople. They would take the literature and go in and talk to the customer. And the customer relied on us for information yeah. to help them make a decision. Well, fast forward, buddy, as you well know, this is the day and age. I mean, Ray wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for the evolution that we're experiencing. So this is yeah. not, not negative. This is positive. So today it's a new universe in sales. So no longer when you go into a customer, uh, and as you know, the, the research shows us that depending on who you believe, it's as little as 70 and it's almost 80% of customers make a buying decision before or even instead of a rep getting involved. So that was kind of the catalyst that created this, this passion in my mind that, man, I got to write about this because, you know, it's like the sales course that we just did for Avixa, you know, sales new role and the importance of you. We need salespeople more than ever before, but we need them in a different way. And that's what well, that's, that begs about. the question, Alan, what does a salesperson do now if the if the the clients are coming to them already done the research and already know what they want to buy? Because obviously there's there's sometimes the client's wrong in what they want to buy. And also there's I don't want I don't I think if I if I'm a salesperson, I'm a young person coming in the industry, I don't want to be an order taker. That's boring. Well, that, that's probably the best question you humanly possibly could have asked. Okay, so given the fact that we're not changing AI, given the fact that we're not going to change the 70 to 75, 80% who are going to do their research, not we're not going to change the fact that they're going to know more. So what do we do? Well, the answer is actually a good answer, but it's a good answer and it's a specific answer. In fact, I am, I'm in the process and, 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 and I'll probably, I'm, I'm thinking very seriously of, of writing this for you all. It's, it's what do you do in light of this? And here's the answer. The answer is you add value. And you add value, and the value boils down to a simple thing. And, 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 and you'll like this because of your days with Extron and the, and the days doing all the interviews and everything that you, that you and, and, and Steph and all, all the folks at Rave have done over the last few years. It boils down to a simple thing. If I'm a customer, tell me something that I didn't know, and mm -hmm. most importantly, Tell me something that I can't easily find out on my own. And then we employ what we teach as the world's fastest sales training program. You're only going to make a sale one of three ways. Solve a problem, improve a condition, or give me a capability that I can utilize that I don't currently have. If you don't meet the three criteria, you're out of luck. So it's problem solving. So now salespeople are no longer Gary K. schlepping Extron. Mm -hmm. or Alan Braun schlepping huge JVC. There's a name out of our history, right, Gary? Uh, it's no longer... I don't think that schlepped. I think that was trucked. That was trucked. Yeah, it was a pretty big projector, that's for sure, buddy. Uh, at least you got to sell little interfaces. But no, exactly. it's no longer about that. It's, it, you know, you're going to walk in and, 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 and we live in a, a day and age of parity and commodity and a 55-inch 4K is a 55-inch 4K signal distribution, signal distribution. So now people say we're in a solutions business. We're not. 
what we're going to add, the, the value we're going to add is we are going to become consultants. And that's a good word, not a bad word. We're going to become individual consultants for our clients. We are going to be problem solvers, problem identifiers, problem discussers. And then this great big panoply of things that we look at so well at Infocom and and the you know the uh, you know you're you're very connected with the Exertus Almo people and the E4, which happens to be my favorite regional uh, uh, sales uh, sales get-togethers because it's small and intimate. You can actually talk to somebody. Uh, so it's all these tools. We, we still need them, and you still have the requirement as a salesperson of knowing the product. But now. We become a consultant. We are become problems identifiers, problem solvers. That's the value. And it takes yeah, and work I would, to I would, do that. And I feel like now, more than ever, we are, the sales teams need to be consultants of all things tech, not just AV, not just UC and digital science, but really kind of like they need to know a little bit about everything, like IT even, and they, you know, which I think is a little obvious because we connect everything to a network. But they also need to know a little bit about the user experience and, and sort of how that's going to work within the range of people using a room, for example, whereas before we would, we would design the user experience and say, this is the way you have to use it based on our user experience design, rather than letting them formulate their own user experience, especially with AI, because I see AI as like, Hey, let's imagine you build an auditorium. Some people are going to want to walk in the auditorium and say, Hey, this is Gary's start working. Other people are going to want to come in and press a button. And then there's a third set of people that want to bring their own stuff. But all of them have to use that auditorium. So that level of automation is a different level of sales, right? It's, okay. it's a tech. The, the toughest thing, as you know, I'm I'm a prolific writer. I, I write thousands of articles and I've trained over 40,000 people in the AV industry over four decades. You don't know this, but you don't. I don't think you understand how smart what you just said is and how insightful. So here's my my deal. So everybody listening to this podcast, stay tuned. I'm going to make a commitment to my friend Gary. I'm going to write my next article on just exactly what you said, because I religiously believe uh, that, you know, you can you can have certifications. You can have all kinds of different alphabet soup behind your name. But ultimately speaking, if you don't know something beyond the technology you're selling, if you don't know the culture, the business climate, mm -hmm. if you don't know how to create the experience, not in Gary's way or Alan's way, but if you don't know how to create the experience in the customer's way, and maybe that experience needs to be expanded upon. So stay tuned. I don't know what our, our title is going to be, Gary, but, uh, but I will have an article to you within 30 days on that idea because that is a brilliant idea. Yeah, and I think I think that um you you it's interesting because McKinsey, one of the 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 researchers that you cite in your article in Commercial Integrator, and I'll link that article here. And if you're watching this video cast, you can go or you can go read that article. They actually created something about 13 years ago called the uh, the consumer decision process map. Yes, they did. And I think that our industry needs to take a look at that. Although that was designed for a totally different industry, more, more, more the, the sort of traditional marketing advertising industry. It makes well, a lot of sense. That. We've evolved into our industry now exactly. is where they were 13 years ago with their, their thought leadership. 
we now we're, we're, we're too mired down in our comfort of speeds and feeds and, you know, uh, 4K resolution versus 8K resolution versus, you know, a thousand lumens versus 10,000 lumens. We're too mired down into our speeds and feeds. We have to get to exactly what you just said, Gary. We got to get into it. And it's the experience. And it's not just the AV experience, as you rightfully pointed out. So the heart of the article that, that you and I are kind of co-creating in real time here, the heart of the article is going to be, you're going to have to get out of your, your, your AV uh, cocoon, your AV column, if you will. And you have to take a look at business writ large and that whole business experience. And then how does AV, how does digital signage, how do the technologies that we sell uh, relate to that overall experience. That's where we need. Right. And that may even mean not selling anything. Like I, I look at that as, exactly is that you come in and say, actually, you have everything you need. What we need to do is look at the process that you're using and the, the workflow and maybe edit that a little bit to make you more efficient. Invest, um, invest in the customer, invest in being the advisor, invest in that. And, and it's not build it and they will come. It's sales and they will come. But it's going to take an investment. It's going to take an investment on all of our the people who are viewing this podcast. It's going to take an investment in in them. Yes, do I want them to get CTS certified? You bet I do, because that's part of what makes you special. Do I want them DSCE certified in digital signage? You bet. Make them certify uh, a special uh, MSCE certified, whatever it might be. Well, then, the, Al, let me ask you this: What's the role of a consultant? Are they going away? Oh, no, 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 because a consultant is going to actually be a, a true design consultant, which means that I'm going to hire you for a specific project. And 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 the design consultant, uh, hopefully, at least theoretically, is vendor neutral and it's an individual project. What you and I are actually talking about is an ongoing relationship with the customer. We're talking about becoming part of the business practices and the business uh, kind of soul of a company, uh, we, we don't want you as a one-time customer, one-time design. We want to be that go-to source of not information that you can find out online through AI. We want to be that source of good thinking. Uh, let's throw it against a wall. Let us be a foil when it's necessary. Let us be a supporter when it's necessary. Let us help you make those good business decisions. That's what's going to feed the AV industry as, as I go into whatever future life I have in heaven, hopefully, and you go into uh, losing more hair and uh, getting gray. Well, it's, it is interesting, uh, the perspective here. And um, I, I do think that everything is changing. And I think that um, we're going to have to, it, it's like, it's not even consultative selling really. I, I think in a way it's, it's more of like becoming a partner uh, with the organization. And, and in fact, I think this has already kind of happened on in different markets. Like for example, yes. when I was a kid, news was fact-based reporting. Now people tend to gravitate towards people who have opinions and yeah. they jump on those opinions and they follow those, those particular news characters based on their opinion. And then they formulate their opinion because they believe this person is educated and is similar to me. So I'm going to think and believe like him or her. And I think whether you like that or not, the great majority of news is, is, is consumed that way. We, we like people to tell us how we should think. And I think that that's kind of what you're saying here in a way is that the, the people that we're selling to, they kind of want to not only, they want to have that, that knowledge that they've gathered confirmed, but they also want to make sure that 
that if they're wrong, that they're corrected so that they keep their job. Because the worst thing that could happen is that they spec something, they lose their job. Well, no, you're 100% correct. And and, and and I relate back, by the way, to something you said earlier when you talked about your early days in Extron and, and, and you know, have to ask yourself, you know, why'd they buy Extron? And your answer would be relationships because yeah. even back in the day when you were at Extron, there were other signal distribution companies. So yeah. uh, relationships count, but but the comment you just made is 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 critically important. And, and because customers, you know, it, it's like, what you think you're getting is maybe not what you're getting. Yeah. And you need to have risk abatement. You have to have yeah. risk of what, if I'm a business and I'm going to hire, you know, Gary or Allen Incorporated AV company, I'm going to buy product from you. Yeah. But you know what I really want? I want risk abatement. I want right. risk avoidance. I want certainty. Yeah, I want, I want to keep my job. I want to keep my job. You know, the, the, the yeah. ad, remember the old ad on TV, Gary, the, the Xerox ad, the yeah. guy comes in and I've got this and I've got this. And, and, and one guy comes in and says, well, it's almost as good as a Xerox. And the guy sits back and he says, well, damn, I guess, I, I, guess, I, just, I, guess yeah. I just want to buy a Xerox. Right. Yeah. And so what we, again, we've got a different role. Our role today is yes, we're going to continue our toolbox. Uh, uh, Rave is going to continue going to Infocom, and you're going to continue doing all these wonderful interviews that that you do, covering all the major players. It's kind of interesting. You almost don't have to go to Infocom if you watch watch all the interviews at Rave. I know that's coming from me, not you, but <laughs> but uh, but we're going to continue that because those are the tools in the toolbox. But what you've got to do is to understand when the tools are going to be used, why the tools are going to be used, and how the tools are going to be used in context with the company and their culture and how they are going to, and it may be different than what you think just from an AV and narrow AV perspective. That's the article that needs to be written. What about, what's the, what's the company experience? And we as an AV industry need to relate to yeah, the I company agree. experience. I agree. And I want to see that written and, and we'll publish it. I want to close with one thing because you do have kind of an afterlife already. You're building some of the coolest dollhouses I've ever seen. And I think that you need to get some credit for, for doing that. The intricacy and the detail in these, we're putting some pictures up right now of the detail of these is pretty incredible. And I know you're only building them for family members, but why not no, open a no, store no, and sell these? No. Time out. Not true. Not true. So the girls were clean. As you know, we lost my wife three years ago. And so yeah. I'm, you know, 42 years married, you know, so I'm lonesome and, and I'm kind of in the doldrums and I don't know what to do. And so the girls were cleaning out the garage. My daughters were cleaning out the garage. And they found this old dollhouse. And, and if you post it, it'll be the big mansion, the three foot tall mansion that I built. And it was about half built. And I did. I bought this back in 1995, back in the huge JVC days. Yeah, well, life we're showing over, a picture of it right now. And, and life, life takes over and, you mm -hmm. know, and, and you go on with it, right? So the girls found it. So fast forward 30 years. Now, so, did you build that? The, so that I built this. So, so it was half built. So you, okay. you, you get the wood and you cut the wood and you sand it and you fit and finish and you do all this sort of thing. You get the design, the plans, if you will, in a quote unquote kit, but you build it. So anyway, so I got this thing and I finish it. And Gary, I'm euphoric. And so my day now is I do brawn consulting. I do, And most of my brawn consulting work is industry related and training related and pro yeah. bono work and DSF and, 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 and Avixa and, and this sort of thing. So, but you need something other than that. You need a hobby. And so I fell in love with making dollhouses. So my first dollhouse I finished for my daughter, Elizabeth, but my second two, 
I build the dollhouses and I give them away. I'm not building so that Alan can keep a dollhouse museum. The, the connection is I have to build the dollhouse so that somebody will absolutely love. Maybe they're an older person who wanted a dollhouse if you were a little girl, or maybe uh, I'm, I'm building a dollhouse right now. I'll mention the person's name because I know he's a friend of yours. I'm building a dollhouse for Rich Ventura and his wife, uh, Maureen. Uh, mm -hmm. Not money. There's the, it, it's, it's my gift to them to give to their little girl, Jordan. Mm -hmm. uh, late in life, they had the baby and she's a gift from heaven. And so I'm doing that. So some of it's for family members, some of it's for industry friends. But the real issue is sharing the love of something I can do at 78 to keep me engaged. And the other thing is something I can do to gift to somebody else that will be an heirloom that this little girl, or in some cases, not so little girl, will have a fond memory of long after Alan Braun's gone. So thank you for remembering that, Gary. Thank you. That was very kind of you. Yeah, no, it's it's great. And uh, I, I, I'm really impressed and uh, I appreciate the fact that you're doing that. Well, um, we're going to keep in touch, obviously, Alan. Um, we've, we've known each other too long not to. And uh, and congratulations on convincing your son to, to come to the industry. That's a hard thing to do because most of us who have kids hate our industry because it took us away from them. <laughs> so it's kind of an interesting uh, thing. And, um, and, uh, and I appreciate you joining me today. And happy birthday again. Uh, do you want to say how old you are or you want to keep that? Oh, no, I'm, 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 I'm happy to be 78 years, years old, years young. Uh, you can, you can be whatever you want. So uh, no, I'm happy to still be on the right side of the grass. So thank you for the <laughs> opportunity. And again, and most of all, thank you for the great suggestions. Stay tuned. Uh, I will send you a nice draft. Uh, Gary and I are going to do something on uh, the the addressing the uh, the company experience beyond AV. Maybe that's the title: experiencing yeah, the company beyond AV. Uh, yeah, I'm going to write that down. Get off. Yeah, and if you want to learn more about Braun Consulting, just go to braunconsulting.com. Um, and uh, and of course, uh, Alan and uh, and uh, Jonathan are doing some great work there. And and of course, you'll see Jonathan at ISC and at Infocom. And uh, every once in a while, we see Alan. You you come to the. I see you in the Vegas shows every once in a while. Every uh, so once in a while, but you slow time. down at seventy eight. You you kind of kind of slow down a little bit for trade shows. But uh, I, I promise that you and I'll get together face to face before uh, before I hit the big AV project <laughs> in the sky. All right, good. Well, look, uh, thanks for joining me, and everyone, thanks for watching. You can always watch all of our podcasts at raypubs.com. and uh, appreciate you joining me today. And I've, I'll link everything we talked about here in the description. And uh, Alan, you have a great rest of your birthday and, and celebrating with all your kids. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Take care. Thanks for watching, everyone. Bye-bye.